In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado? for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello? Hello. Hey, we we're going right. Into we are. We're it. going right into it. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, Patreon edition. It is Tuesday, so you know we got to recap Real Housewives of Orange County because tomorrow is the reunion. So joining me, who has joined me on this entire journey, once again, Emily Clayton. Emily, how are you? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? I'm. Uh, I'm tired. I mean, I'm tired of. I'm tired of Orange County. I think that's. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm spiritually exhausted by this cast. What do you, how do you feel? I I am in the same boat with you. And I think if the news about Bronwyn, Bronwyn maybe offering um, Stella, Shannon's daughter, cocaine didn't come out, I don't know if I would have watched the reunion. What? No, you would have watched it because we would have had to talk I mean, about I it. I would have watched it because you would have made me. Yeah. I, like, I just wasn't excited for to watch them recap a boring season. Well, that's what I, I you know, I, I speak about so often now about how paranoid I am where I'm like, did they... Did they save that information for for us? So like we'll actually watch because it was such a trash season that like like we'll throw this cocaine thing because that'll at least make people watch, you know? It has to because the only other thing that we didn't see that maybe would have been out there was Shannon actually calling Gina's condo sad and depressing. Yeah, but even that, would... that was the one scene that was just not, not filmed, but we all had to talk about it for the first half of this godforsaken. But I, I love the cocaine thing because that's like, well, I mean, sad and depressing. And then you have a cocaine scandal. The cocaine scandal is always going to win. Like calling a condo sad and depressing is nothing compared to a child cocaine scandal. Yeah, exactly. And even Bronwyn not even denying it today on Instagram. So, Well, okay, so you guys, if you don't know what's happening, uh, that means you're living productive lives, and I applaud you on that. And I'm so, jealous. Yeah, what's that like? <laughs> but I'll explain what happened is that, so I think we, ta- I don't know if we got to talk about this yet, but they released the trailer for the reunion, and there is a thing in there where, Every like Shannon's like, how could you? And Bronwyn was like, I was drinking. I don't know. And everybody's like, ah, shocked face, shocked face, shocked face, you know. And then it came out that the rumors started getting spread around that the thing they were upset about is that Bronwyn, like, said to uh, the sixteen-year-old that she can give her um, her dealer's number, and. She then in an Instagram comment, somebody was like, they're saying this about you, girl. And she was like, I it might be true. And if it is, I've made amends for that. But I was drinking at that time. But then she then backed it up with. But then I heard it from another more reliable source and it didn't happen that way. Am I am I saying that correctly, Emily? Yeah. And I 
but like the fact that she just wasn't like, I would never do this. Why? Like, just flat out denying it. I'm like, okay, so she did it. Oh yeah, so I mean, like there, there's, there is like, no part of me that does not of, believe of, this. Yeah, like I've been blackout drunk. You've been blackout drunk for most of the baddies. I've been blackout drunk. Never once have I been like, it would be a good idea to offer a child drugs. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the elementary school and see what's going on over there and see if anybody needs a pick-me-up. Like, there, I mean, like cracking, you know, see what, <laughs> see what the kids are up to these days. Well, I mean, my first thought was, you know, who's your dealer? What's the number? Let me, you know, let me vouch for this first off. You know, let me see. Yeah. What, let me see and what I they've mean, got. Let's, let's get let's get him or her on on the reunion. I'd <laughs> on the reunion? Fuck that! I meant like to actually buy drugs off of. I want. I don't have a oh, connection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, or is it? Are they in Newport or in Laguna? Because in this episode, we did learn the difference between the two. Yes. Yeah. We politically. We, yeah. Well, by the way, this and just uh, spoiler alert: this finale was really sad. It like. To me, it was the culmination of, you know, five or six ladies that have nothing in common with each other being forced to do a season finale scene. You know, it felt so yeah, awkward. It, was, it felt it so, so awkward. So awkward. So forced. Not even natural. Because it's like, I know they always do like a party. Yeah. To like end the season. And obviously, like this show being the first one that was like through the pandemic or started before and then continued on through it where they couldn't throw like a rager like some of these other finales have been yeah it was just it wasn't good but maybe maybe dallas will do it better i don't know i'm I'm enjoying i'm enjoying dallas so far with the two episodes in and by the way it seems like at least some of these ladies actually have real relationships with each other which uh, you know i i just well, and the OC, the thing that upsets me about the most is that, like, some, like I went, I usually now, like, I went into last week's episode kind of like, I had talked to you, I had a good conversation, and I almost kind of, like, then trick myself into thinking it's enjoyable to watch, and then, like, I'm like, I get all fucking, like, I'm like, yeah, time to watch OC, like, I was actually kind of excited, and then... By the end, I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, this is horrible. What is wrong with me? Why am I doing this with my life? Like, it's, I get so upset because it was just bad. I know, and you've tried to talk yourself into it oh, through this entire I've journey done of every, recapping these episodes, I, where you're like, no, if you think about it like it's like it's comedy, then it's good, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. I'm like, if you can look at it like a dark comedy, if you can look at it like, I do, like, I'm, I'm giving it, like, artistic, like, uh, it's shit that it doesn't deserve. Um, and, by the way, I, I feel like I've lost myself a little bit in the viewing of this, because a lot of my a lot of my fellow Patriots out there, a lot of my fellow Bravo <laughs> Patriots, they did not watch this season because they were like, Kelly Dodd's a loser, blah, blah, blah. And but how I, many more people are about to get in? Well, that's what, 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 the, what, or piss- just watch the reunion. Well, what pisses me off though, is that I fucking did watch it. And all I got <laughs> from like, it I is put, now I put in the work. I, I put I put in the work and all I got was that I kind of am agreeing with Kelly Dodd, which makes me feel <laughs> horrible. Like, I feel like a, I feel like a wackadoodle where I'm like, She's making a lot of sense to me, you know? I know. And even as we've talked about, I don't think there's been a faster housewife fall from grace than Bronwyn. She really... Like, it's been however many weeks. I don't know, the six episode 16 or whatever it was. Did you say like, six the, episodes? It's 16. Okay, I was like, <laughs> was Emily, we've... I don't yeah. know. Um, but it's like just through the course of a season, like not through the course of three years or three seasons or anything like that. 
I mean, it's full on. It's been we, a it's, complete it, downfall. It's full on that Tyra Banks meme. We were all rooting for you. Rooting like you for had you. all yeah. of it. All you had to fucking do was just be normal, and you couldn't. And your behavior outside of this show is is like bordering on reprehensible. You throw that cocaine thing in it. Like I feel like I. I mean, at this point, like I even like, you know, how she's like buddying up with Tamara and Tamara wants back on the show. And I wonder if Tam- what Tamara feels like That's now. That's probably a bad play for oh, both of us. Totally. I felt, Especially I, because of the how this season has gone and that, like the real life that's going on while this season is airing. Yes. Like sense. I feel like Tamara might now be going like, oh, fuck, I bet on the wrong horse. I should have like. I should have been harder, like bigger pals with Gina and Emily because the Bronwyn thing, like, <laughs> no, I, they might be the only two that survive. I think Tamara like went on that bandwagon of like, Oh wow. She came out. She's like, oh, like everybody loves Bronwyn. And that just does not seem to be the case. I like, once again, I'll just point it out guys. If you think I'm being too harsh on Bronwyn, it's just all of her PR shit afterwards. I'm telling you, it does not add up. It like they're, uh, okay, Emily, this is what I said on today's episode that I just released. And tell me if you... Okay, so Bronwyn went on Watch What Happens Live last week. And she... Andy was asking her questions about that sex shop with Sean and all the, the, the paparazzi yeah. shots. And she uh-huh. said, Kelly doxed me. Uh, which... Because Kelly showed her license plate, you know? And, like, that's not yeah. exactly doxing. But it was, like, personal information. And she's like, ever since then, the paparazzi hasn't haven't stopped following me. So that's fine. Like, that's... Like, she thinks that's... Okay. Believable. I mean, right? she thinks that's believable. It's not, but she wants to tell herself that to sleep at night. Exactly. Or... She thinks that's believable. But, okay, so then we're living in this world of, okay, well, people just, you know, like, people need to know what's going on with me because so much crazy stuff is happening. So that's somewhat believable. Then you throw in the Newport Beach. That's a long haul for a photographer, but they're making money. Okay, so that's what Bronwyn is saying to us. The reality of that situation, though, is... Bronwyn is one of the least um, uh, popular uh, housewives on social media in terms of just the amount of likes her posts get. And then if you're going to say she gets that much social media attention, Emily, what other housewife right now would the paparazzi or the paparazzi should be up their ass if that's true for Bronwyn? Wouldn't it be like Bethany? No. Who else is who else is extremely in the news in a very real way? Kelly Dodd. Levin I feel Dodd. like I, I feel like you wouldn't be good on a pop quiz ever. Like, no, I feel like you're no. failing. Erica Jane. Erica Jane. Oh yeah, we haven't heard we, a peep from Erica. But we, I mean, well, she. I mean, she does. She like over posts on Instagram, but we don't get any paparazzi. Yeah, but we haven't seen her picking that, out that's, takeout or putting gas in her car, or going to a sex g- shop, going buying a bunch of dildos. Walking, yeah, like walking along Zuma Beach. So isn't that interesting that Erica Jane, who actually is way more popular than Bronwyn. She gets like 50,000 to 60,000 likes on her shitty stretch app photos. And no, you're telling me if that's true for Bronwyn, it's not true for Erica Jane. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. So Erica Jane hasn't called the pop. So we're saying that the paparazzi is after Bronwyn, but the paparazzi isn't after Erica Jane. It doesn't add up. No, correct. I have solved the case. You're going to get more money from, us weekly or people or something will post something about Erica, but all they're getting from Bronwyn is daily mail. Yeah. Bronwyn again. And, pa- and, and a few page six exclusives. And Bronwyn's getting in reality tea and just like, you know, that like those, like whatever. The blogs. Yeah. The, blo- the, what the was Potomac, the, that the blogs. Posted, 
Yeah, the cocaine's all about that tea or something. Yeah. They're like, website crashed today. By the way, I've been in all about the tea and reality tea. You know, like, it's, it, you know, I, it's not like I'm like walking around going like, Kelly doxed me. I'm in all about the tea because of my, you know, like, it's, it's not that hard to get in there. So to me, I feel like Bronwyn is not, it just, none of it adds up if you really sit and think about it. And that's so sad that I've sat and th- thought about it, you know? <laughs> no, it it isn't. But, I mean, yeah, none of it makes sense. And even, I know there's a lot of drama about what's even open in L.A. right now. But I'm like, I'm like how are sex shops open? <laughs> like, that was, like, my first thought. Because I'm sure everybody follows Gary O'Donnell on Twitter. But he always tweets about, like, how the Grove is open. Yeah. And it's like, and I, and that's like immediately where my mind went. It was like, okay, sex shops are open. Okay. Yeah. Essential I mean, business. It, I mean, it People is. People know that websites exist, but sometimes oh, you got to go to a brick and mortar. I just made fun of the Jax was on Twitter talking about how, you know, Los Angeles sucks and that, you know, he can't even get a U-Haul. They won't let him take a U-Haul across state lines without a special charge. And I'm like, let, which is like, I think standard procedure. I don't know I've what the procedure states, is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because you have to return it to a different location. But what I would like to, like, I don't think Gavin Newsom's a Patreon member, or at least he's not, uh, not under Gavin's name. He might be on here under okay, a pseudonym. But it, Gavin, if you are on here, could we agree to let Jax go for free? Like, let's get him out. Like, let's let him, you know. And by the way, I do want to point out, I love when Jax bitches about this, because you know it's like he saw it somewhere else. Because, um... I hate to remind people that Jax has like a tax lien against him from the state of California for like $750,000 that everybody forgot about from a year and a half ago. Um, and another thing I mean, is some good timing that were COVID took over. Well, somebody, that time. somebody from the, uh, you know, I know for a fact that he didn't buy his house. He he's renting that fucking house. Oh, good. But I mean so much, it'll be so easy when he leaves, but he should really be trying to go to a state with no income tax so he doesn't also forget to pay that. Oh, and this is a Patreon exclusive, I guess, and because uh, Ariana's coming on tomorrow. Oh, yay. Which, yeah, are I was you like, just an interview or are you guys going to recap something? Uh, just an interview. I mean, okay, I, yeah. uh, I'm curious. Like, I don't know what Maybe to... Maybe she'll help pack up Jax's house. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, I kind of like, I was, you know, I'm a little, I'm friendly with Ariana or we joke around a bit and, and, um, but I'm like, how hard can I go with her? You know, it's like because you're like you you want to protect her and not have like you you don't want her to you don't want to like have I don't know like part of you wants her to say something crazy about Jax so like Jax can hear about it and know what a fucking asshole he is. But then also yeah. part of it is like you don't want to like ever start drama for somebody that would come on your show. You know, if that makes sense. yeah yeah, and especially with the show in general being kind of in limbo yeah so i was like i was right. trying now, to think anyways, of fun like, things to do coming back with um, with Jax, but we don't know if it's coming back with anybody else or if yeah. it's coming back in a tom tom version or I, something I, you know all, all i was like all i can think of to do is just like i'm just gonna say a bunch of stuff and like say and i'll be like ariana you do not have to tell me if this is true but this is what i think and <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, I mean, bl- blink twice like, I don't know what really the, I'm like excited to like talk to her, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know what she can even say, you know? And I mean, it's like, what, what do they even know too? You know, it's like, oh, maybe you know what they're I'm gonna ask? just as much in the dark as we are. Oh, totally. I think in, in a, a lot of ways they are, but I wonder if she's met Stassi's baby yet. I doubt it. 
Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it even just with COVID times. Oh, yeah, like, duh. Yeah, yeah. Relationships aside, I don't know how many people have probably been over. Well, I can ask her, too, about to not being invited to those baby showers. I mean, honestly, a blessing. I mean, truly <laughs> a blessing, you know. Um, then you're like, you got to bring a gift. And I know. Gotta, well, like, you know, that's another thing, too. If you're, if you're not invited, do you still get a gift because you're you're connected with them through the show? I would think if you didn't get an invite, I'd send in a gift. I mean, if you got invited and you couldn't make it for some reason, I think it's probably common practice to send a gift. But if you weren't invited. Yeah. Interesting. Eh. Any uh, vaccine update there or your parents get it? You get it? Anything? My dad actually just texted me about about it. So breaking news that Mark Clayton will be getting his vaccine. How is he getting it? He said, apparently I'm scheduled for a COVID shot this Friday as Lawyers are quote unquote frontline community support. Oh my God. My friend's a lawyer and I was <laughs> Again, telling my, her that. My dad is a, a business lawyer. My dad does yeah. not step foot in a courtroom or a jail or anything like that. But he's like, I'm going Friday at 1130. Oh my God. So I can so. call and complain about your dad. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So wait, and my, my grandma, my grandma's um, all scheduled to get hers next week. Yeah, like I still want to know, like, how do does somebody text us? Like, how do we do? How do we find out when we're allowed to go? That's why I'm like so confused about this like rollout. And um, obviously, I don't want to like make judgments about older people, but I think they watch the news more than you know people in their 30s or younger. So my grandma found out she could do it because the news was talking about it. Like the local news said, if you're 70 or over, here's how you register to get your appointment. Oh my God. But I'm, but still it's like, I know a lot of people that are doing it for like trying to navigate the websites for their grandparents because these websites are so confusing and they don't know what location to pick or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like it seems like there's a lot of confusion on even getting an appointment and having the older people be first. It's causing a lot of issues because they may not be as tech savvy as younger people oh my god the way the only way i think i want to really know about it is if they sneak it in like an episode of real housewives of dallas and they're like ryan you're allowed to get your shot tomorrow please show <laughs> maybe up maybe that'll be like on the chiron yeah, it's like oh my or god like, the tv's Tiffany talking Moon, like sends you a cameo <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> like hey podcasters are frontline community support <laughs> i <laughs> i still love that one person i think i said this on a podcast but one la- I put that I wanted to get vaccinated uh, in the Sur alleyway and one lady uh, DM me that she was a doctor and that, you know, if she lived in L.A., she would make that happen for me. And I was just like, Jesus, are we allowed to like that's like the new that's the new cameo. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely needles in the Sur alleyway. That's but, but that's, they may not be Pfizer or Moderna. <laughs> I feel like cameo should start going that way of like finding like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if uh uh What's his name? Of Colty from 90 Day Fiance gave you the vaccine? Wouldn't that be iconic? Well, here they're doing um, vets and dentists will be able to administer them in the state of Nevada. So you can get a, you know, a teeth cleaning and get your first round of your shots killed two birds. I wonder if anybody's going to find love during their vaccination. Like the person who gives them their shot and they're like, oh, my God, you come here often and they fall in love. You know, I almost hope because I really want to watch. I forgot what it's called, but there's a new YouTube documentary that just came out, I think, this past weekend about the villages in Florida. 
Have you heard of this place? Oh my god, were you the one telling me about this, or was it somebody else? Were you? Did you text? I don't me think it was Rebecca me because I had, or maybe maybe I texted you guys the preview or something and was like, oh, I really want to see this. Yeah. But I would love like a reality show about like those people because you know those old people are like getting down. Did you ever see that uh, documentary, Queen of Versailles? Of course, yes. Yeah, I mean that's other. I mean you uh, are on Instagram a lot. Has any of the housewives gotten uh, shot yet? I mean, uh, not that vaccine? I've seen, but I don't know if I don't know if you like. I know of people like in my social circle that have like finessed a vaccine. Like, I don't, I don't think people are like necessarily going to be posting about it until it's like readily available. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that... like, I know someone that like went with a grandparent to their appointment and just asked the person, "Could I get one too?" Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Or people like traveling to Florida to get them. Oh my God! Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. like the whoa. states that are big news. Big news. This is just coming in from Becky Bailey. This is an, a Patreon exclusive. This is insane that we're talking about this right now. My mom just texted me. Got appointments for shot on February twenty fourth at ten thirty and ten forty two p.m. in Glendale. Ten forty two. I love that she gives me the exact <laughs> you better time. Better be right on time. Well, no, ten thirty and ten forty two. Uh. Holy shit, that's amazing! Is it at the um, State Farm Arena? Well, but I, I, well, I don't know. But I, you know, I'm gonna ask her which kind because she's like, I want the Moderna kind. And I was like, you don't get to uh, choose, mom. <laughs> that was uh, that was one of my drunk rants that I sent you on Sunday morning or Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, like, do you get like in with your friends on like all getting the same one? Yeah, no. Uh, it, it, I, well, I'm really happy though. That's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good for you. Wow. Mom, mom's getting the shot. Too bad it's Bill Gates microchipping her. <laughs> exactly. Stealing all her thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. My... I'm like, <laughs> I am the last person anyone wants to microchip. I hope if it is. I'm hope... filled with useless Bravo information. I hope if it's <laughs> microchipped, it's like... like, nope. Not <laughs> I hope they send me messages like, come on, man, get out of bed, dude. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's nine thirty. Yeah, what might you... be time to start your day. They're like this damn microchip sending me messages about succeeding. Um, yeah, or I'll be like, or I'll think about something that I need, but yeah. like, no, don't necessarily like need, and then it ends up charged on your card from Amazon and at your front door, and you're like, oh okay, my I god, don't really need it. I just kind of wanted it, you know. Somebody sent me an article. Maybe it was. I, I don't know where people send me stuff now. I just remember it. Is that. There is a new thing where it's like a, the microchip in your brain that you can like access like the internet through, and some guy, some like MIT student, did that, and like like it acts like computer like in your brain, like the phones in your brain, like you can access the information by like thought. I know that's, it sounds that's too powerful. No, I but I mean I would I mean I would totally do it. Yeah, I would totally do it because I would use it for useless information. Oh yeah, like I, I would just off the top. I'm like, oh. I'm not using it to cure cancer. Oh, hundred percent. I would not use it in a, like a positive. <laughs> I would, I would just keep because I, you know, like and then I would never lose my phone again. It would just be in my head, you know. Yeah, I follow this woman on TikTok who microchipped herself, and she put it between, like, if you're looking at your hand between your thumb and your pointer finger, there's like that. Oh, that's the place like to do it. Like the curved part. That's a huge, yeah. that's a great microchip place. So she place. can like unlock her door and stuff with it. 
Oh, the see, that's door. what I'm talking. I mean, I know we're all against microchipping, but I kind of think it would. I mean, I just lose so many things. It would be so great to have everything in one spot. If I could have my computer in that, you know. Yeah, yeah. The keys, because now that I'm like, I don't drive as much. I've separated my car keys from like my house keys and. <laughs> yeah. It's that. Oh, I got one of those tiles for my keys for Christmas. Have you used it yet? Have you had to whip it out? No. I mean, that, that pisses me off because I lose my keys all the time. And I have, since I got the tile, I haven't lost my keys. And I'm like, damn it. What if I never lose my keys again? And, and, and this never comes into play. Mental. You should have had the tile years ago. The tile was in me all along, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I want a tile for my wallet. Cause I always lose my little, uh, credit card holder like that. I always lose. Like I want a tile for my wallet. Like, I, I think there should be, like, a credit card. Like, it's a, a tile in the shape of a credit card, and then you put that with your other cards, so when you lose that, it activates that the card tile. Yeah, because I've never gotten the, like, wallet on the back of the phone or, like, the card holder, because then I'm like, if you lose, the, if you lose yeah. your phone and it has all your cards in it and your ID and stuff, like, you're fucked. Like, there's not a, not another term for it. So it's like, at least I would feel better if I just lost one or the other. Like not if both. I lost my computer, like I really, I think I was, I, I think about shit like this all the time. Like I was like, Oh, what if I got mugged with my computer and they just took the computer and I was like, I would just pack it in. Like then it's done. Like podcasting <laughs> is done. Like I don't even like, I can't, I'm like, Oh man, it'd be so much work and it'd be so depressing. And I would, Oh my God. I've, there, there was one time I remember this is way back in the day. I had left my car. My car got broken into outside of Improv Olympic, which was like an old improv place on Hollywood Boulevard. And I remember my whole bag, like they, the car was like there, but they took my bag. And in my bag, I had just gotten through like a seven, like the seven year relationship breakup, not my marriage, but another one. And I, my journal was in there and my <laughs> journal was like all this like bad poetry about breaking up and stuff. And, um, and so I like, and he took my cell phone, my cell phone was in there as well. So he took my cell phone and my bag and I just ran into some place. So it was like, it was all in the span of five minutes. It was quick. And so Mass then I remember I called, um, I called my number and the guy answered and I was like, is he the world's dumbest criminal or yeah? Well, he was like, hello. And then, and I was like, and I hung up cause I was like so shocked that he answered and then I called back and I was like, you have my phone. And then, and then he hung up. But then in my head, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I called? And he was like, yo, man. Was that like pre like find my iPhone day? Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. This was not okay. even this was not even an iPhone. So this was like because I feel like now you get your phone. sold, the first thing they're doing is turning it off. So oh, you yeah. can't, no, you know, go is... on your friend's phone or your computer and try to get the location or shut no, it off from yeah. that end. But so, so then I was like, I would like, wouldn't it be funny if I had called and he would have been like, Hey man, I'm not going to give you your phone back, but like, don't, don't let her treat you like that, dude. You're better <laughs> okay. off. You're better off, man. I'm going to send you the name of my therapist. She's yeah. really good. <laughs> this is, some, Hey, this is some really good poetry, man. This is really good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to take care of your, uh, your first session. Okay. Cause I was just <laughs> picturing like, you know, like everybody, like he's like with his buddies that did all the smash and grabs that night. And they're like trading stuff like, Oh, I'll take these three phones that I stole. And like one guy's like, I want to keep the journal, you know? 
I want to I want to keep up with Ryan Bailey. Yeah, who is this too. guy? Make yeah. sure make sure he uh, he gets through it. Okay. It would be cool if you know this that person somehow listens to the listens to the podcast and he's like, Wow, I wonder if it's the same Ryan Bailey that wrote all those fruity poems. Like I'm glad he landed on his I feet. mean I hope they're a Patreon member. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it up. They're like, here's the five bucks a month for the trouble all these many, many moons ago. This guy's killing it still. <laughs> nice. Um since you brought up acting, I did have an acting. Oh yeah, what's yeah you, you said that yeah, I texted what, you about. Yeah. What, and I just saw this commercial when I was waiting for you to call. Um He's horrible, like, is your penis curved and you want to fix it commercials? I guess it's yeah. the syndrome. And they have the poor people that say actor portrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, are there actors that you could see on the street and be like, oh, that's the guy from the curved penis commercial. I'm not well, going to talk to him. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean. Well, here's the deal. Like, is that I've auditioned for wild things like that before. And the thing yeah. is, like, you don't usually get to choose what you go in for. But also, like, I would take a curved penis commercial in a heartbeat. Like, I mean, it, well, like, I don't care. Like, does the such a good dinner party story, too. Yeah. Does the check clear? Does the, do, I mean, like, if yeah, the check clears, I want, like, I'm like, I'll take the curved penis. Like, and the funny thing, I don't even have a curved penis, but I am happy to lie about having a curved penis. Like, there was, this is actually a crazy story. I once, um, it's not rosacea, but what's the, what's like the, the eczema? Eczema, yes. There is, so this is actually funny and who it involves. So this is a couple of years ago, and it was a, um, <laughs> it was a, like it was like a pill for eczema or something. And the audition was you had to tell a story, a personal story about like embarrassment, you know? And I, and is this normal for auditions or normally auditions? You would just read the line. Normally in the audition, you just say like, hi, Ryan Bailey. And there'll be like profiles and you turn to the left, turn to the right. They get it. And then you start, you know, the, like the lines and you act or whatever. But this was a little different in that you, they wanted to hear a story because eczema is all, the commercial was all about like, my girlfriend won't hang out with me because I have eczema, you know, that kind of thing. And it was like sure, yeah. the pill that brought, so I, but guess who was running the audition? Who? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, I forgot you're good at. I forgot you're bad at this. Um, Bo, <laughs> Bo Clark from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he was the one that brought so me in on that audition. Before you were friend. Okay, so you you had known him at this point. Oh yeah, I, I've, I've known Bo for like 15 years. This okay, was, I didn't know if this was going to be like the first time I ever met Bo was when I had to tell an embarrassing story to get an eczema commercial. No, it was it was it was it was. It was uh, it was before he even had Vanderpump Rules. He brought me in on this, and like we were joking. But the story I told was this embarrassing story about like I was at like a Coors Light audition, and they didn't. My agent didn't tell me, but I had to like you had to take your shirt off in the audition and <laughs> and ride a fake fake Wave Runner, and. <laughs> I just it don't feels like it would not fly in the Me Too era. I don't even like wearing a shirt. I I mean, I wear a shirt in the shower. You know, like I don't. I'm not like <laughs> you're never at, nude. Yeah, I'm a never. Like I'm not. I'm not at. I know you always, but I'm not at like rehab hard rock. You know, on Sundays. Yeah, exactly. Like I. So the fact that I had to do this, like, and it's supposed to be like a party commercial, and I just imagine the poor person filming must have just seen me be like shocked and saddened. You know, where I was just like, and it was like I just like covering up my. Like, you know, just, and the funny thing was, is that, well, even just to like not know and not like, this sounds like so 
like girly, but it's like to not get like a spray tan or something. Like, yeah, I mean, spray, the spray, spray tan wouldn't have even helped me, you know. But the thing is, so they put you on tape, and then at this place, uh, 200 South La Brea, where they a lot of commercial auditions take place, you go in, there's like a waiting room, and then you go into like the second waiting room, which is a smaller waiting room, and they have a bunch of TVs out there where you can see the next actor doing their thing, you know, while you're waiting for that se- in the Ooh, second waiting room. That's a lot room. of pressure, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, all of a sudden I go in and realize, I realize my dumb upper body is on that camera. And I'm all I can think about is who is watching me? Like, who is watching me? And then I fucking go out. And, of course, there's, like, seven hot girls watching. And I'm like, oh, I thought you were going to be like, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman or, like, some, like. Oh, crazy. I would. I mean, amazing like, if it was Philip Seymour. Like, amazing. Like, Tom Cruise was out there. Matthew McConaughey. All these all right, all right, all right. I love your upper body. No, it was like girls. But Matthew McConaughey probably would have been more encouraging. But to me, that is like the scariest part as an actor for me was that like any kind of things where I have to sh- like, I'm not the guy that's like, does this role have nudity? I'll totally do it. You know? Yeah. I'm not like, that brave. I'm only, I'm only going out for roles where I can be naked. Yeah. I only want to show my dong <laughs> as much as I can. You yeah. Know? Um, Which I, there are other auditions, maybe uh, over the hill in the valley. And the thing, uh, well, no, no, the thing, and the thing is, I have a, I have a fine dong. My dong is not bad, but it's just that I have big legs, so my dong doesn't look as impressive as my big legs. If I you, mean, if you, yeah, that would. Make sense. If you put my dong on a small leg guy, it'd look amazing. I mean, maybe you should just be a penis model. Yeah, but then I'm, I'm saying you would have to I'm then you would have to Photoshop my you would have to Photoshop my legs out of the. It would just have to be the dong. True, I was gonna say like you could do like modeling for science books. <laughs> Thank you. You know, for the future <laughs> urologists of the world are how gonna need models. <laughs> how many dong science books are there? I would assume there would have to be some. I mean, I just, I just can't imagine. I went, like... to, I went to Catholic high school and we um, skipped over the reproductive system when we were doing the human. By the way, talking, talking body. to you, I can, I can understand that that probably is true. You did skip over that. <laughs> we did skip over that. We did have to watch a childbirth video. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, it's you know, beautiful. That, I know. Like, as a woman, it's still like, <laughs> but. <laughs> Mothers are amazing. Childbirth is a miracle. Yes, but all of that. seeing it when you're like 16 or 17 is startling. Well, there is that one. You, you know that movie? Full frontal and everything. You know that movie Knocked Up? Yeah. I love that movie Knocked Up. But one of the weirdest parts of Judd Apatow like, choosing to keep in is that he, ch- he fully shows the birth. Like we see the full baby coming know, out of the that, vagina. And I'm like. Did that well, air in theaters? Yes. Like that? Okay. Yes, and I'm like, I've only seen it like at quote unquote at home. Oh, you think they added it in afterwards? That, yeah, I almost thought it was like a, um, a fun bonus feature. Uh, okay, it's gonna be like R in the theaters, but when you when you watch it on HBO, it's gonna be NC seventeen. Gonna be or a hard it knocked up's gonna be a hard X. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but like I remember, like I really like Knocked Up, and like all of a sudden he puts in a full birth, and I'm just like, whoa! And I like, I guess. I guess I get, I get the deeper meaning of what he was trying to do it, but it's like, it's knocked up, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if it's making an impact. Like to what making 16 year olds watch a full frontal birth might scare some people, but I don't know if it's scaring people from knocked up, but I yeah. don't know. 
Well, you guys, that is going to be the funnest part of this episode because now we're going to actually <laughs> talk about OC. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope uh, you're prepared to be bored out of your mind now because as, as we were for 44 minutes. Yeah this this episode is number 14. It's called Making Waves. They show a montage of the entire season. So we get Bronwyn. She's Which sober. We did it, she's a lesbian. We got Kelly and Rick. We got John and Shannon. We got Elizabeth. We got Emily and Shane. They, you know, remember Shane had COVID. Emily had a new hip. Um, and so this whole thing is Emily, Emily was also partying in Vegas this weekend. Yeah, it was like her, her 45th birthday. And she's like, back, to, you know, is glad I had this. And I'm like, what is the fucking deal with everybody needing to show us where they're at? You know, I know. And at the Westgate, but yeah. she looked like she had fun. Is the Westgate <laughs> is the Westgate good? Um, The Westgate used to be where that was like Elvis's hotel. Like, that's where. Um, Elvis and Priscilla got married. Like, oh, right, baby. there's a lot of history at the Westgate, but it's definitely not the nicest spot now. Nice, nice. And it's off the strip. It is off the strip. I'm glad Emily partied it up at the Westgate. Um, <laughs> Emily's having a beach party, you guys, but she's going to have a beach party at Elizabeth's uh, house. And the uh, the what kid- did you think of Emily being the host of the party? Uh, you know what? Or the, I, the I, I say host in air quotes. I mean, whatever. I just thought it was funny that she had to do it at somebody else's house. But it's like, I get, I mean, they must just be I know, like, that's why I'm like, did they not want Elizabeth to throw the beach party? I feel like they're the trying producers, to, like, the producers. The powers that be. No, I think the producers are like, oh, we got to give Emily something, so let's have her host yeah. it. And then we they're have. Like she might be the only one left next season. Yeah, so. yeah. They, we have her, her kids are spray painting. They're doing the invites. Of course, Shane walks in and he makes fun of her invite immediately. And he's just like, it's just weird that, you know, you're doing it. You're doing your party at somebody else's house. And he's just. <laughs> I know. And then even the stepdaughter was like, aren't they going to have to break this? Oh, my God. Uh, Emily, that's so funny that you said that because I was literally like, oh, my God, who's that kid? Like, all of a sudden they had <laughs> yeah, another no, kid show up. Daughter from another from his first marriage, I think. I feel like, I, I just feel like they need to like let us know a little like they need to put that in the Chiron of like <laughs> no no she got no Chiron yeah like I feel like could we could we explain what's she happening she kind here? of looks like the younger daughter though I keep thinking they're or, kid, kidnapping the babies you know they could be um so Gina comes in and Gina is catching up uh, Emily lets uh, Gina know that Shannon's mad at her because of what she said about. Uh, Shannon and John and uh, Gina's like, should I call Shannon 19 times a day? <laughs> and and she's like, Shannon, it sounds like you had a lot of tequila tonight. Um, just like going off the rails. There's a flashback of Tamara in here, which is. Was, I mean, I don't know. She's getting residual checks from every yeah, time she appears, but it's like, it feels like it. Yeah. I mean, we it just anyways, um, Gina's like. Clearly, she doesn't give a shit about me. She never asked me about me. And then we go to a new... But it's se- like, I could see that. Oh, I could... Yeah, by the way, totally, yeah. totally believable. Nothing crazy about that scene. We go to Shannon's house, and Shannon's cooking ribs. Um, Which, they looked gross. Right? No, Shannon burned the ribs, because she's, like, in a drunken okay. stupor. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I'm not a huge fan of ribs, but I'm like, those don't look like a Chili's commercial, you know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you saying, wait, Emily, you know, you know I was in a Chili's rib commercial, right? <laughs> Were you? Yes. I didn't know that. I swear to God. 
Okay, will you put the YouTube link in the Patreon <laughs> I was in. I was in one of those rib commercials where it was like me and three friends, and we were and we were we were all we were all like laughing. And there would be we would eat the ribs, and then they would cut, and you would have to spit it in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. And then they would make you eat eggs. Um, oh no! <laughs> then no. even I would have to quit on site. Um. <laughs> So Sophie's petting Archie the dog. This is a, a Shannon giggly scene where she opens the oven. She's like, the smoke's pouring out everywhere. She's like, hey. Um, I know. And it was like kind of like trying to be like silly housewife can't cook, you know, yeah. but it didn't, it didn't land. No, not at all. John, her boyfriend stumbles in. I mean, he just walks in, but I just imagine him drunk at this point. Um, I'm by the way, of this course, is, I mean, it's probably five 30 by then. Yeah. So he's like, a few deep already. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> um, I I'm watching at this point, we watch Shannon strain ribs and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with me where I'm watching a lady strain ribs that I'm not going to even eat. And also why did they think that we need to see this? Ribs because Sophie is going to school in Texas. Texas? I'm like, were we doing a theme? Was yeah. this a theme dinner? Okay. And then and then uh Shannon lets us know out loud, I'm having vodka. And John <laughs> pours himself love, a which drink. Because nothing says Tuesday evening like vodka. If you think of these guys as just like drinking buddies, it makes things a lot easier, you know? Yeah. I mean, it makes their relationship worse, but it yeah. makes yeah, the two it, together. You're like, eh, they're just, uh, they're my, just like to party. My good old drinking buddy just, John's coming they're over. They're just having fun. They're just having fun. Um, well, a, I'm glad she was like, I don't want, I want one of those frou-frou drinks. And then he pulls out a white cloth. <laughs> yeah. There's a toast to Sophie. And she's like, you know, Sophie, you didn't have debutante ball this year. You didn't have prom. You didn't have this. You didn't have. But I can't wait to watch you from the sidelines. You're going to places and you're a sweet, good girl. And, um, and and then at a talking I would have loved to see Shannon on like move in weekends during COVID. Oh God! I mean, but like then... moving into the dorms is already <sighs> stressful enough, and then you add just Shannon's presence, and then on top of that, you add the presence of coronavirus, and just oh yeah, imagine other co- imagine other college parents meeting Shannon for the first time. Yeah, imagine like the roommate, like the dorm, the hallmates, other moms. Being um, like, who the hell, especially if they don't watch the show, like, who the hell is this bitch talking about yeah. toxic? <laughs> <laughs> who got my daughter the toxic free headboard? What? This is like yeah, a $500 exactly. headboard. What is going on here? For on a twin XL that you're going to use for one year. Um, so Sophie in a talking head, Shannon's like, Sophie's a lot like me. Um, she's a handful and this is a flashback of which is uh, not a compliment no it's not but a flashback I mean, these i actually always like because then i realized I'm like damn i've been watching sophie for a bunch of years i i don't think i realized how long shannon had been on the show until i until we watched that and we saw how young they were and we saw them in the studio yeah my therapist says the my therapist says i blocked it out but i don't know so yeah do <laughs> yeah we, i don't same we see the recording of Dreamcatcher, which dream catcher dream catcher which i have played on the main podcast before and it's i it's really one of my favorite housewives songs you know and i mean how could it not be the all the daughters were in a band together and they were like the unsuccessful heim you know an unsuccessful version (laughs) of Heim. uh, yeah exactly and i'm glad they didn't go down 
the drug route like so yeah, many rock yeah, stars yeah. do yeah. that would have been so it's like they almost they broke up right at the right time before Bronwyn was offering oh, them blow most bands yeah don't yeah they're they 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 dodge that bullet um but uh shannon's like what are you most excited for sophie and she goes a new start and shannon goes that's a very insightful answer <laughs> it's like not it's an easy answer what are you talking about yeah and that's like probably what her college essay was about yeah. you know it's like Oh, it's just all about a new start away from my neurotic mother and crazy father and stepmother. And then it's weird. Sophie, Sophie gets a talking head and she's like, Shannon's been the best mom. And I'm like, what the fuck hostage situation is this? Where like, so it's, we definitely know you don't <laughs> well, think Shannon's that. Behind the cameraman, like holding up the, the poster boards with her lines on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is SNL. You want ribs? You got to say this. Um, <laughs> yeah. You want my burnt ribs? <laughs> there's a new scene. Kelly and Rick. Um, we're talking about the wedding. You know, Kelly's like, I've been married twice before, you know, Rick, I know I, you know, you know, I know what I need now. And with Rick, I have emotional chemistry. You can't buy or manufacture that. I finally found it at 45. And, uh, uh, maybe this is me sympathizing with Kelly, but I liked this scene. I gotta say, I I don't, I, I gotta say I do. I like her and Rick together. I hate to say it. I mean, I. I'm trying to I be mean, honest. I mean, he's a lot better than, um, oh my God, what was, what's ba- her ex's Baldi? name? Jolie's dad. Yeah, Baldy. Yeah. yeah, the bald guy. Yeah, leapfrog guy. So Kelly also lets us know that Sober Bronwyn is a completely different person. I don't recognize her. She's angry. She's volatile. I don't want to be friends with someone. I have to watch my back around, and Bronwyn is that person. Makes sense to me. Um, new scene, Elizabeth is in a face mask in her own house when her therapist comes in. Like, isn't it weird? A therapist Which came in and lot. she's in a face mask. I'm like, wouldn't that be, would you want to be in a face the mask? Other way around? Yeah. Like what? It's just, it's weird. And it's like, again, we're still in a pandemic. Can't you zoom with your therapist? So it seems like what everybody else is doing. Also, I think Elizabeth says in this that she was married for three years. I, for some reason thought she was in a much longer relationship. I thought she was too, because those like younger photos of her when she was like singing cabaret or whatever, yeah. when she met the husband, she looked a lot younger than she, I thought they were together 15, 20 years. I thought they were together for 80 years. <laughs> I mean, the season has been 80 years, <laughs> she, so. but, uh, she lets her therapist know, you know, I tend to laugh off things cause they hurt so much. And the therapist lets us know that our bodies remember the sexual trauma which um, uh, shout out to anybody I've slept with out there. Um, <laughs> still remembering. <laughs> still, the I'm trauma. so sorry. So sorry to my ex. Um, <laughs> was told she, you know, she was told never to write anything down about any harm that was done, or she would be in trouble. And the therapist goes, "How do I you still th- want to know the name of the cult? Yeah, she, do a page six exclusive. How, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, why don't you just tweet at her? Go let, give me the cult name." Girl, we want to know. I mean, she's or buy buy a ca- buy a cameo from her, and she has to tell you the cult name. <laughs> she'll probably be like Wikipedia cults in the Ozarks yeah. in the eighties, and you'll find. She's it. like, "Fuck, this girl's on to me." Um, <laughs> the therapist goes, "How do you feel telling me that?" And she's like, "Uncomfortable, right in my throat." And uh, she's like, "I've never been myself around anyone." And she goes, "What's it like to be Elizabeth?" And then the ther- and, and Elizabeth goes. I don't know. And then she starts crying. She's like, sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. The therapist says, and it's going to be a hard, long journey. I feel like I journey. could have 
been this therapist. Oh with yeah. No tra- with no training, no professional. It training. turns out I am a professional therapist. If this is what counts. Yeah. All you have to do is go over to somebody's house and be like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And then go, what, what how do you, how does that make you feel? And then I'll go, it sounds like you have a long, hard journey ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. And um, you've been through a lot. So then we're in a new scene. Shannon, um, is getting literally taped into her pants. Which was, that was electrical tape. It looked like black electrical tape. And I'm not, guys, I'm not talking about like a little, I'm talking like a lot of electrical tape. Like tit to hips was pretty much how it was. (laughs) Did you say tit to hips? Yeah, like that's how far it was. That's a long way. Is that a normal girl thing to say, tit to hips? No, but I well, it is now. Now that I coined it wow. on, the, on the podcast, uh, buy Emily's new shirt, tits to hips, on the uh, So Bad It's Good website. You guys, <laughs> exactly. Get my merch. <laughs> so, uh, I just, I still, I mean, hats off for let. I mean, Shannon. I mean, I, I don't want, I don't like Shannon or want her on this show, but like, God bless. I mean, I don't even know if I and wanted to see her taped into there. I mean, I want to say I want to say a glam squad, but she looks horrible. Like, <laughs> I know because I was gonna be like, we're not at we're not in Salt Lake with the the Shaw squad or all the assistants. So, well, I feel and it like wasn't, it wasn't one of the daughters. So, but I also feel like there is no need for that much electrical tape. Where I'm like, oh, that's not a professional glam person. It's like person that like just showed up and was like, oh, you know what we could do. I'll fucking electrical tape you inside that thing, you know? And and it's like, how many rolls was that? Because obviously when you buy electrical tape, you're not buying it to use a lot of it. It'd be funny if like, she like threw some scotch tape in there too. <laughs> yeah, and was just like, why not? Yeah. Just, just rip throw... off every piece yeah. of tiny hair. <laughs> I would actually, you know, if I was uh, one of those tummy tea, I would actually, I would have tried to get my logo on that tape. As you should. Yeah, so like I could she like was, promote my she, tummy she's tea. She's done skinny tea, right? On oh, Instagram. I'm, oh, I'm sure many times. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Wait, by the way, Sh- you know what Shannon actually did do? She uh, she's the lady that um, she. I have this. Are you she, popping pills right now? Yeah, I actually had my. Um, <laughs> this is my migraine relief medicine, but um, she. She's the one that sold the magical underwear where it was like, girl, like it was girls that leak. And it was like it had like these um, attachments that would like empty the leakage. I'm not shitting you. Like this was a real thing she publicized. I know. I know you said you would do a curved penis commercial. Would you do leaking underwear Instagram ads? No, I mean, I, I, I mean, fuck it. But I'm just like, yeah, maybe. But like there and there's literal pictures, you guys, there's multiple pictures. There's one of her like laying on the couch in her magical underwear that like reading a magazine, like with her a smile on. And I'm just like, how sad, like, you know, like you're I mean, and how much and, and what and what what are you bringing in? And how much do you get for paid that? for this? Like, that's what I'm saying. How yeah, much it's like is it is it worth it? A hundred thousand dollars. You get a thousand dollars like. Because everybody has a price. Everybody's, you know, a whore at the end of the day. But Whoa. <laughs> like, they would have to be high, I feel like. I mean, how or much? Maybe not. How, I mean, it's just like, I mean, I've done so many horrible, shameful things that I should be embarrassed about. But, like, I get it. I just, like, like if God exists, you know, like, you think God gets up there and, and he's like, what's up with the underwear? Did I not teach you pride? Like, did you not believe in yourself? Like, what, what, what point yeah, do you think? Yeah, it's like, you. Was it like, worth maybe, it? Maybe, like, you you shouldn't have gone shopping that one time and like saved that a hundred dollars. 
yeah. you wouldn't have felt like you needed to do this. And then, I mean, like the only way I would have been like, if she literally was just a madman with like leaking, like she's just constantly leaking. Yeah. And if this was a, if this was a product she really episode. believed in. Yeah. And we saw in the last episode, she got a lump sum of $1.5 million from David as like her last alimony or child yeah. support or whatever. So yeah. it's like, I don't, I feel like that's not a um, leaking underwear salary, but I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, invested or something. So we're in a new scene with Bronwyn, um, Shari and her daughter. Uh, she's getting naked around Shari. And this is what I'm saying is like, Shari's in a horrible, like, fake Joe Biden 2020 frat boy tank top. Did you notice that? I did not notice it. But like, but this is what I'm saying. Like Bronwyn's so fucking horny for Shari. And she's just like, she's like that. Like I'm going to get naked in front of you and try on new things. And I'm just so proud of my body. And I just want you, you know, like she's like that girl. That's like just extra flirty, you know, like, and I want to know, like, obviously you mentioned it on the last podcast and we see it at like the ending credits on this one, that they're no longer speaking. And I assume Shari Shari, had to yeah. find some like NDA, but it's like, I, I need you to interview Shari. Oh my God. That, you know, if anybody can you, uh, do you know where, I mean, I should find out where she is on Instagram. Ooh, man. Cause can I was like imagine? trying to, I mean, we could find her, but I was like at first looking through Bronwyn's like followers and then who she follows couldn't find her, but I'm sure she's somewhere. Oh, uh, real quick, uh, mom update. Um, I said, which kind do you get? And she goes, they don't tell you until you get there for the vaccine. <laughs> would Would she leave if it was Pfizer? No, but she does want the Moderna. I, I mean, I will say she wants the Moderna. That's what she's holding what is, out for. What's her reasoning? She, she just, like, does I she think have a friend she, that got it? No, or? I think she saw something on the news. I don't, she's impressionable. My mom likes, okay. also my mom, the way she filters information, she's like, she doesn't like, she's not filter like she doesn't hear the right things, you know? It's like weird how she processes things. Um, I can see where I got it. But um, anyways, <laughs> Uh, Brahma goes, me, me and Sean have to have very big conversations. Um, there are things that I think I'm feeling that I have to talk to Sean about, which is, I guess, obviously she's hinting at being a lesbian. And uh, so Bronwyn's in this fancy dress and Sean walks by and goes, wow, that's hot. And Bronwyn goes, being in love with someone, you know it when you feel it. Sean is my partner, though. And I'm like, that is so fucked up. She's literally saying she doesn't feel love, but Sean is my partner. I know, and I uh, it's like obviously we hear that later, or not later on in the season, but later on in time about how she's never been attracted to men. Like she's been hinting at how much she is repulsed by Sean. But you know what is like if 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 this is how like if this is by Bronwyn like by Bronwyn's magical thinking, if that is the case, I could literally like I could literally be with any girl if I go like, hey, you don't have to touch me or anything like that. I'm just going to tell people we're, we're partners. You don't even have to love me. We'll just be partners. You know, like I could get anybody. Yeah, that seems fine. Like we'll go 50, 50 on the bills. We'll yeah. save some money here. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, uh, I just, I mean, I, it's like Sean walks by and you immediately, I was like expecting Bronwyn to go, get out of here. dude! like, get out of here. Nerd. Gross. Like you have cooties. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to see these boobs. This is for Shari. I know, and it's like, was this when they were still sleeping in the same room? 
with so many questions about the timeline of this all. I just feel like Sean goes to bed at the end of the day and she's like, it's like interrogation. Like, what are you going to say tomorrow to the press? I'll tell you this. Now repeat it back <laughs> yeah. to me. Repeat it back to yeah, me, Sean. Exactly. Where, what time and where are the paparazzi meeting you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So new scene, uh, Elizabeth, Emily and Andrew, uh, Elizabeth's brother, Gina's coming over. We see a big love that board. Andrew is serving drinks. Yeah, great. Andrew's bartender. You know, Elizabeth maybe knows you don't make money by spending money. So um, she Ke- spending money on a bartender. <laughs> Kelly comes in. Bronwyn comes in with a, a matching gold face mask. Um, she So her outfit, well, she Kelly had a goes, very I'm fancy. I'm taking this thing off. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Emily, I got to say, loves showing her tatas, her, her boobs. Emily loves to show off her boobs. I was shocked because in the ending, it says she took... She took her old implants out. I know. She's like, new hood, new hips, old boobs. Yeah, old uh, boobs. Uh, Shannon comes in. She lets us, you know. And well, that's what I, oh, that's what I was like. I was like, oh, my God. This is what Shannon got scotch taped into her dress for? Like a, a dinky little beach party? I know, a, a beach picnic. Like, I and mean. It's funny because I've, I've seen this, like, company that does these beach picnics, like, on other influencers pages so they're definitely like out there trying to plug themselves the uh, picnic collective i mean it didn't do anything it didn't really it didn't make me want it to do it you know no, uh, no shannon made everybody personalize masks um one said uh G- gina says not sad or depressing like for her house um you got uh shannon has one that says una amiga emily has one that says foot emily um like oh I just wrote this note. I must have been joking because I was like, Bronwyn says, I'll eat your pussy. And that's, that is not what it said, right? No, I think what did Bronwyn say? <laughs> it oh, no, it said, no, no, it said cheers to good choices. Oh, yes. Yeah. But wouldn't it be so funny if it say, said, what if it's like tagline, but it was close to wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be funny if it said, I'll eat your like, you know, like wouldn't it? I, yeah, yeah but, that would. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I didn't. I know that's dirty. I'm sorry. Um, they're doing a photo shoot. Uh, Kelly's water that she sells is on display at the bar. Um, she was plugging that. Have you tried it yet? No, I no. Like I, I just, I drink water. regular, okay. I drink regular water. Oh, so. hi. Um, Do you see it ever? I see it in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously. So uh, Bronwyn looks annoyed that all the ladies are doing shots. This is rich, you guys. We find out that Bronwyn is going to be an alcohol and drug addiction specialist. She wants to and pay she's starting school. She wants to pay it forward and give back and help others. And you know, you so you say I have, Ryan. I have an ignorant question. Is that a four year degree? I don't know. I mean, I I have a feeling it'll be a. Th- I have a feeling it takes three months. I have a feeling next season we'll see her help others if she's on next season. But um, okay, that's what I was thinking too. Was oh yeah, a, I feel like it's oh, like a, like a three credit. Kind it's of thing. it's like not how four, not a four year degree. It's like how I can be a. Um, uh, an officiant because I just signed up on the universal life church and paid 20 bucks, you know, <laughs> correct. Yeah. I think it's similar to that. But then I was, and like, I mean, if I don't want to say like, if you're in the system, like she, you know, you know, the program and stuff already. So, well, it would probably be easier if you're in it than if you went to a college. I have a couple maybe. dark thoughts about the Bronwyn stuff and I'll share them with you guys. And I'm not proud of them, but I will say when you hear that, my first thought is, Oh, Wow. Bronwyn, imagine Bronwyn making other people's journeys her own. 
Like Bronwyn needs to be at the front of yeah. everything. So if she's helping people be sober, she's going to make their journey about her. Correct. I'm sure someone will be like, oh, um, you know, I, I damaged my relationship with my children because of my drinking. And she'd be like, well, I offered a 14-year-old cocaine. So <laughs> my, how, do you, how do you think I feel? Yeah. Uh, did you see me on season uh, 14? Of Real no. My other thought was that she could, I mean, and this is a dark thought. This is, I'm not proud of this thought either, but I'll say it. I also was like, I bet she'll get into some kind of weird uh, sexual, not like like weird hitting on thing with one of her clients. Like crossing some yeah, sort of crossing line. like like a teacher. Because I kind assume of thing. when you're like a therapist, there is a you don't date or no, make I moves on oh, people yeah, that you're trying to help. But I feel like so. I feel like she'll be like, "Do you feel this? Like your your story's inspiring yeah, like me our, so much." Our you know? connection. Do you feel our connection? It's fiery. And this is why I'm a horrible person because at the end of the day, <laughs> she might really mean this, and it might really help somebody. So I do, you know. But those are the dark thoughts that I've had, and I want to share those with you guys. Um, my friend told me that. Uh, <laughs> my friend who's a girl told me that that and i think only a couple people out there will know what i mean by this bronwyn has tori spelling boobs <laughs> she had you know uh, tori spelling has this weird concave with her boob implants and it's like i we watch them if you're a 90210 fan you know exactly what i'm talking about and she said bronwyn has those as well and i i cannot now look at bronwyn without seeing it you know you can't unsee it. Yeah. No, it was so obvious in that dress. And Kelly's boob job is 1,000 times better. Oh, yes. See, that's, that's so horrible. I'm even agreeing with Kelly's boob job, you know? I know, exactly. And I think hers might have been fresh this season. Yeah, next I'm going to be like, oh, Trump had some good ideas. He's not all bad. Like, <laughs> Trump, made, Trump made some points. Yeah, about... yeah. the man made some points. <laughs> Sorry. Um, We're still waiting for that Joe Exotic. I know. I mean, a few has, more hours. Oh, my God. I'm so sick. He'll probably do it at midnight tonight. Like, he'll just sneak I it under the... I would a little nudes jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just... Well, we know he's pardoned. Well, he pardoned Little Wayne. Wait, is that official now? Yeah, I saw it on the New York Post, so I'm sure it is. Well, I mean, and that's, by the way, because if you just remind everybody, Little Wayne campaigned for him at the end or, like, did a photo op with him. So, you know, yeah. I I know, you, like, he had to have been, like, if you do this, I'll give you a pardon, you know? I would assume, yeah. Yeah, so Little Wayne is pardoned. I think that was, like, the only, like, big, big name that I noticed on, like, the pop culture side. I mean, I'm sure there's obviously, like, his daughter's father-in-law he pardoned and it's stuff, just but. it's just so weird that like they're making no bones about like you can literally pay to get a pardon you know i mean i'm not shocked he made it into a business yeah it is weird you know and i mean it's like how pissed is like the r kelly's of the world you know oh my god like all these other like celebs that are in jail i'm sure they're just reeling they're not gonna get pardoned <laughs> so uh, so, uh, they're, they're out on the Teresa? beach. Could he pardon Teresa? Do they? He could pardon Joe and let and Joe come, come back to back. the U S yeah. Let's call it Joe Biden. Juicy Joe. I'm we, back, we, baby. We have some plans for the first 100 days. <laughs> yes, pardon Juicy <laughs> Joe. Um, so Shannon, Emily and Gina, they, um, 
they're like everybody's walking to the beach now and Shannon, Emily and Gina are walking and they're bringing up Bronwyn telling them about John's drunken golf escapade. And Shannon's like, John doesn't even play golf or even like to watch it. Because remember, you guys, the rumor last week Bronwyn started or Bronwyn told them was that John got so shit faced at a golf tournament that he had to call his dad to pick him up. Which is so funny to me. Oh, I love it. Like, that's so high school. Like, I love it. To think that, like, your dad of all people has to pick you up. I'm like, was he so drunk he didn't know Uber existed? He didn't have any friends. So many questions. Shannon couldn't drive him. Like, there's so many things that you would think of before you're like, need to call my parent. I'm so fucked up. But so Shannon is, is. it's great and we and we never get a resolution to the story no we never well the last two episodes i i I hope john i hope all the men are there i hope john is there i would love to see what he says about his own drinking and stuff like that i would Uh, assume since they were a part of the potomac yeah reunion that they at least get to be a part of it Shannon is crying to the ladies about her uh, marriage, and she's like, I put pressure on this relationship to be a fairy tale relationship. But now she's like, it's just a really good relationship, which I think is just so sad that she's like literally going, it's not a fairy tale. You know, it's just, it's but not what just, I painted we're out. Fine. We're, we're both great. In our 50s and yeah, we're just yeah. going to wait this one we're, out. We're so. just going to die together, Here potentially. We yeah. Um, because we, we both realize we're not going to, it's not going to get any better. He's fun to watch TV with. Um, so, and drink with. Uh, that's how I imagine probably my next couple relationships are just, uh, <laughs> just well, it's fun to watch TV with. Um, <laughs> Shan- so Kelly is on the beach with Bronwyn, asks how Rowan is doing. Um, and Kelly's like, Gina made it sound like um, she was in bad uh, bad shape, I think. Is that right? What am I? Yeah, like she wasn't doing well oh, like, yeah. with, the, with the lockdowns and stuff. Um, Kelly says... Uh, I hear that. What Bronwyn says, I hang out with one person exclusive. I don't know what these notes mean. I'm confusing myself. Well, she was she all she hangs out with these days is Shari. That's oh like yes, 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 yeah. From her yes, I hang out with Something one person exclusive. Yeah. yeah, Kelly says you don't make sense. Everyone thinks that you're one away, and then you're, you're one way, and then you're the other way. Like so, Kelly just like calls Bronwyn out and goes, "Everyone thinks you don't make sense," which is like hysterical. Which like, is true. I mean, she's saying what we've all been thinking this whole. I don't know, past couple of months. Yeah, it's like interesting. Um, and Bronwyn's like, I'm an open book. Ask me. And oh, well, this is then about Elizabeth. Like Emily says, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, this is about Bronwyn. So Emily says, Elizabeth says you texted uh, Elizabeth texted Bronwyn a big, long text. And, and Bronwyn just wrote, thanks the next day. <laughs> and <Love that>. I <laughs> guess There's Elizabeth. That it's like, um, sorry. Sorry that happened, or sorry you feel that way. Like I'm not reading all of this. Like that's, <laughs> that's what she did. Um, <laughs> so I love the thought of like because I guess Elizabeth wrote a text of like I'm so you're so great and you're such a great mom and da 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 and, and Bronwyn just wrote thanks. And then but then but Bronwyn I mean, goes obviously Bronwyn did talk her off the ledge in uh, Arrowhead. Yeah, did you? But then but then uh, Bronwyn goes yeah, but Elizabeth you called me a liar and said I was using my children. And I guess that came out. And Elizabeth said, well, I maybe made some bad comments. And um, so I thought that was great. But we also find out Elizabeth is triggered, you know, through Bronwyn because of her sister's addiction to drugs and alcohol. And Bronwyn says, I took a step back from my friendship with Elizabeth. Um, Shannon jumps in and goes, bottom line, you said you lied. Everything was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, by the way, if you look at Kelly during the scene, it looks like she's loving it. Like, 
Uh, everyone's oh, yeah. kind of fighting, she was talking almost, about like, the it. Puppet master of it because she just started it and just like let it go from there. She lit the match and everybody else took care of it. I just don't know if Kelly's smart enough to light matches, you know? No, I don't. But I think she she left herself into into that one. Um, Kelly, at the end of the day, no one was really pissed about what Kelly said. <laughs> so, um, everyone's fighting, everyone's talking over, yelling over each other, which is just a great metaphor for how this season is, you know, like it just, this, like, just like everybody's screeching over each other. Um, Shannon is like, what? I didn't plant any seeds. Um, uh, and somebody says, guys, this is just a mess. And Emily says, uh, Bronwyn's a compulsive liar. Kelly, all and then Kelly, all of a sudden she goes, "I see a family of dolphins. I see a <laughs> family that. of dolphins." And everybody's like, "She goes, there's the mommy, and and there's then, the dad." And then all of a sudden, Elizabeth's like, "You're glowing, Shannon." Like it's like all of a sudden it's like they were fighting over each other, and then all of a sudden the it all covers it like. And then this she's is what, sweating from her liquor consumption. Yeah, here we go. Um, and then Elizabeth goes, I have Vince Neil coming for your birthday. And and we find out, you know, Shannon is into 80s rockers. And Vince Neil was, of course, the lead singer of Motley Crue. And she's like, you want me to call him right now? And Shannon's like, oh, my God, I will die. What? What are you talking? And she's like, yes, I have very, you know, me and Vince are very good friends and da, da, da. And they call, she, Elizabeth calls the number and, you know, a guy picks up and she goes, Vince? And he goes, huh? Excuse me? Uh, Vince, Vince. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Who are you looking for? Vince Neal. And, and she's like, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> it was like the most awkward thing. And Gina and, doesn't even know who Elizabeth Vince Neal is. Elizabeth was like holding on to it. She's like, is this the new number? Like how long have you had this number? Like, 11 years. <laughs> so it's like, I love the thought of Vince either giving Elizabeth the wrong number, Elizabeth writing the right number wrong, or uh, Vince being so hammered that he doesn't know his number, you know? Uh, and all of the above are plausible, to be honest. So this happens, so, and one of the ladies go like, they're like, you're so full of shit to Elizabeth. That was very symbolic. I forgot who touched on that. It was like, that was symbolic of Elizabeth. And Kelly's like, you guys, come on, cut her some slack. Do you want her to cry? And Kelly says, Bronwyn, what's going on with Shari? Like, Kelly like, tries to get the heat off Elizabeth and goes, Bronwyn, what's going on with you and Shari and your husband? And and Bronwyn, like, by the way, Bronwyn is like, Bronwyn loves to be asked questions. She's like, thank you for asking. I love him and I love her, but she's not sleeping in my bed. And Emily says, well, that's causing problems with Sean, right? And she's like, we made a commitment that we are fighting for our marriage. And then she immediately blames it on Sean. She's like, he started therapy. He needs to be off his phone more and not go and, and he go to Al-Anon. And it's like, bitch, you need to be attracted to men and more. Like, what? I know. And it's like all these scenes with Sean, he seems very attentive. Not like on his phone. We've seen a lot lur- worse real house husbands on this show. It's just, it's just weird that it's like. She, you know, another way she could have said it of like, it is so rough. I can't imagine what Sean's been going through with me this year. I mean, think about it. I quit drinking. I've let a lot of women hang out. I I imagine it's been insanely hard for him. So I appreciate him sticking by me through this. He He's a partner and, and we're working through it. I'm just trying to figure it out. Instead of going, he needs to get off his phone more and go to Al-Anon. Like what? Yeah. And like, and what is, and what is that? 
it's 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 like for relatives of uh of alcoholics and drug addicts so it's it's for that like it's it's like a a support group for them okay got it you'll you'll know one day um (laughs) probably (laughs) i'm that guys i'm joking that's i don't mean that um uh so uh, emily says you need to tell her to um to like stay away like you need to tell shari to stay away and Bronwyn cuts her off immediately. She goes, no, I need her now. And, she's, and, and Shari lives with them. She goes, isn't? And then uh, they're like, isn't that selfish? And she goes, yes. But that's a, that's how I need her to be right now with my life. And I'm like, be selfish somewhere else, not you under have, Sean's like, a, roof. You, you have a thousand children. Like, you don't get to be selfish. You have to raise I, I them. Yeah, see, and this is the part where I get really confused because it's like I, I'm all for being sober. I'm all for finding out who you are. And I get... The selfish thing, but like sometimes I feel like if you have that many kids and that many responsibilities, I don't know if you can fully be selfish anymore, you know, and, and maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. No, I agree. I think you you're there's a time that you get to be selfish and it's probably when you're single and don't have children and have yeah. no re- real responsibilities. Exactly. But so she has a lot of real responsibilities. So um, Emily in a talking head nails it. She goes, Bronwyn helps Bronwyn. And that's um, so <laughs> this is what I wrote. This is literally limping to the finish line because I just kept checking my watch at this point. Uh, Emily says she's going to going to go pee and then she does a cartwheel and uh, she's like, I love, bet my, I bet my boob will fall out Working the new hip. And Shannon tells Bronwyn, I hear you hate Newport Beach. And she's like, yes, I have a hard time living in a conservative town. And Kelly goes, you don't know. Laguna isn't conservative. Newport Beach isn't. Like, come on. You know that. Kelly says, move if you hate it so much. And, you know, Kelly's like, we're in America. We can have different points of view. Uh, And then Bronwyn goes, Kelly, you never shut the fuck up and listen. Shannon goes, whoa. And Elizabeth says, you post, don't judge peace and happiness, all that on your Instagram, but then you judge everyone. And this is when Bronwyn gets on the phone to call Sean in because she can't handle this all of a sudden, you know. But then all the husbands were just like waiting. Yeah, they're like waiting and holding. Like a car that was on in the parking lot of the beach. And Kelly's like, the tolerant is the most intolerant. Um, And Elizabeth goes, let's not go. Let's not get political, guys. Shannon goes, can I change the subject? And then she lifts her dress and shows how she's taped in and starts rolling around in the sand. No, I'm like, wouldn't that make it worse? Like the sand, like if some pieces of sand get caught between her body and the tape. Yeah. I feel like that would be so horrible. <laughs> so uh, all the guys come out, Jimmy and John. And I do love that Kelly has to touch on that Laguna is certain... left leaning and Newport is right leaning, which I didn't know. But J- Kelly was talking about it like we all knew. Gerrymandering at its finest. But um, so uh, Travis, you know, Gina's boyfriend walks out. He's yawning when he walks out. Shane comes out by himself and. I dare you to find a, you know, I just love they had Shane just by himself, just like the lone, just like a lone door. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, it's like. He, yeah, and he is. He constantly, you know what, he, he constantly looks like a blind man. Like, he's just like, I can't see what's happening, you know? <laughs> he's just like, he's just going about life. It just seems no like direction. everybody at this point, if you watch this, everybody looks like they've given up. 
the men look like they've given up. The women look like they, they, everybody looks like they're just waiting for it to be over, just like the audience. Um, Emily. Which they, yeah, I was about to say, which join the club yeah like oh my god think you know like this is when i was like oh my god i made it through emily falls over in a wicker chair and shane just shakes his head like shane doesn't even try to help her up he's just like no. uh, my dumb wife you know? yeah he's like use that new hip and stand right back up <laughs> emily goes let's do a toast um and uh she goes gina i love your relationship uh you deserve him bronwyn uh six months sober good job um uh, you're an amazing mom, a good friend, and a wait, wait. Did I write this or did she say this? Oh no, a yeah, big old no. lesbian. Bronwyn oh yeah, Bronwyn. Bronwyn in a talking, talking head. Talking head was like the producer was like, how would you describe Bronwyn? She goes, an amazing mom, a good friend, and a big old lesbian. I like women. This is the real me. And I was just like, I give up. That's I mean, I don't. I get like, confused about like when the talking heads were filmed because was that like right before Christmas? When did she come out last month? I feel like 20 years ago. I don't know. I don't, yeah. It, it, it's been a while. The timing it, well, of it. I think she came out a couple weeks after the first episode. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there was, it does make sense of the timing of it all. They say Elizabeth is now being honest and Elizabeth goes, I've always been honest. You just don't understand me. Um, and she's like, and congrats for having, and then the, the scrawl says she's having sex. Um, Shannon went through, Which we didn't, we didn't need to know that. Uh, yeah, I don't need to see her and Jimmy's passion. Uh, Shannon <laughs> no. went through COVID and we went through it together. Emily says excited about a new friendship and going forward. Emily, um, to Kelly says, you're a great mom. Um, and then, uh, Oh, yeah. Then they go to Kelly's wedding and they say none of the other women were in attendance, which, by the way, just shows the show. You, none of these are people are friends. Same day as, um, what's her name on Atlanta? Yeah. 10, 10, 10 20, 20. Uh, yeah. Cynthia Bailey. But I will yeah, say Kelly, Kelly did have a very small wedding. Um, so it seems like, I guess, if you know, you want to talk about safety, Kelly did it better than, than Cynthia. Um, and it was both. Their, they're both their third weddings. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Elizabeth cheers um, her own new hip and that Shane didn't die. And then we find out in the scroll that Emily removed her old implant, old implants and lost 20 pounds. And that's when I, I wrote, as, I, as you know, and that's her, you know, I don't stop fucking hear about that. Cause I'm a subscriber of Emily Simpson.com. And every day she's fucking like going on about her weight loss, you know, congrats though. Emily, well, I mean, it's like, maybe you could, Anyone with any arch nemesis that you happen to know their email, like I'm sure there's going to be a Trump 2024 newsletter you can sign them up for. Oh my god, what if like I maybe that you know what's the, a, I do I do annoy people. I do need to lose weight. What if I join the Emily Simpson program and see what it's like? <laughs> I think that should be the next Patreon series. Yeah, like weekly weekly updates from from Emily's, you know, get fit now program or whatever. Yeah. So so that was the season, you guys. Uh, we will be back to do. The reunions, if Emily uh, stays alive and, and well, is willing to do that. And I'm like, now I'm going to have to. Yeah, have to. Well, and now the, and, that we're getting this drama. And um, I want to see everyone's look. And you got, look. you guys, if uh, you don't mind, I think I might release this on the, the main feed as well, you guys. I know it's a Patreon exclusive, but I really think these have turned out to be really funny and I want to uh, I want to really bring more people to the Patreon and get to listen to the whole season and, and get ready for the reunions with us so I hope you guys don't, don't mind but I'm going to release it uh, as well 
uh, I think tomorrow morning, if that's cool with you guys. But I just, uh, I, I just want to kind of bring more people in, and I think these have turned out to be really funny. I always am the next day laughing about something that we said or something that Emily said. So I want to be able to highlight that to uh, to more people. So I hope you guys are cool with that. I'll be giving you Dallas a little later this week, and there's another another special something, a story time episode that I had promised you guys that I think I'm healthy enough to Ooh, do that now. The army one. No, I actually have an army. I talked to that Sophie Ross girl again uh, about Army Hammer, and we just did that today, and that should be coming out on uh, Thursday or Friday. I'm excited for that. I'm still deep in that story. Oh, my God. Would you let Army eat you? No. Oh, well, look at you. After, like, all these Look at you. Look at growing. Like, now coming out, I know. Look at that growth. Look at yeah. that character development <laughs> of the, the video of him walking around the hotel and called the... I'm sure everyone's seen it. He called a girl, Miss came in, and then he had to come out and apologize that it wasn't actually like part of the beauty pageant circuit. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's what you come out and apologize. Yeah, that's for. that we talked about that. No, we were like, none, none, none of nothing else. Yes, just that you accidentally. I don't even want to say misspoke, but like kind of misspoke, and people assumed you were talking about a beauty pageant contestant. Um. So that is fat. Like, uh, and Dumois had that, like, uh, somebody in the Caymans saying that Army is like partying it up. It's not like doesn't seem like he has a care in the world. So that to me is fascinating. Well, all the Dumois updates of like so and so without a mask. Those are my favorite. Oh God. <laughs> so it's like I don't think I doubt Army has a mask on. Um, out here partying. Emily, thank you so much again for taking your time. These really are my favorite. So um, we uh, will talk to you next week. Do you have anything to, that, that you want to say? Uh, I don't think so. I may have to watch the reunion tomorrow. It might be the first OC <laughs> See, I that's I'm going to be fucking. I'm going to be. actually airs. I can already tell you how this is going to go. I'm going to be excited all day. Then I'm going to get 10 minutes into it. I'm going to be pissed. If they don't, if that doesn't come out until like part three, because I, I assume, yeah. do we know this is a three part reunion. Oh, I hope it's a two part, but it, wouldn't it be great if it was yeah, like in the know. last like minute of the last It'll episode? Be, yeah, they're like, "Hey, you go, okay. My DBR cuts off. Oh my god. Uh, well, Emily, thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Emily. Thank you to our sponsor, Hulu. Their new reality series, Vanderpump Villa, is an unfiltered portrait of what it is like to work in the glamorous French countryside while striving to impress Lisa Vanderpump. As guests arrive for their lavish vacation, the Vanderpump Villa staff are pushed to their limits, ready to cater to every whim, all the while dealing with rivalry, romance, and misadventures. Watch new episodes of Vanderpump Villa every Monday, now on Hulu. Batches.